Welcome to Empowering Leaders Podcast, where we redefine leadership so you can take your people where you want them to go. I'm Yaja. And I'm Alex. If there's ever a time to empower our leaders, it's now. Whether it's a pandemic, a natural disaster, political upheaval, challenges faced in the workplace, or even personally, great leadership is key. No matter the crisis, or even if there is none, our episodes are filled with relevant conversations around what it takes to be an empowered leader. We'll have guests joining us as we dive deep into ways in which we can all communicate more clearly, build a stronger culture, engage and influence with relevance, and so much more. We'd love your feedback so that we can make this epic for you and we can all learn and create a world of empowered leaders because empowered leaders empower leaders. So we invite you to rate our show and share your feedback in your review. Now, let's jump in and explore. Welcome back to Empowering Leaders Podcast. Here I am with Alex once again. Hello, Alex. Hello and welcome. It's so wonderful to be here once again today. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. And I'm loving this idea or this conversation that we're going to be having today around modeling, modeling. Modeling, modeling is just such a wonderful tool that we can use, but not everyone knows about it. No, Yaja, my favourite, uh, one of my all-time favourite topics, modelling. I um, I could talk about this all day long, really. Why is it your favourite? Pardon? Why is, why is it your favourite? Oh, modelling. Oh, let's delve into it and I'll tell you why. <laughs> Do so. Let's go. Awesome. No, I do love this topic. Um, I'm just really curious, though, if I can just start with a question. Do you remember when you were really, really, really little and being asked this question, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. Yes. Do you remember that question? Yeah, it happens all the time, doesn't it? Still does. I know. What do you want to be when you grow up? And so you sat there and I don't know about you, but I used to think I want to be a teacher. And in my mind, as I said that, I pictured my teachers, right? So it was who made the most impact on me. Mm. So I want to be a teacher. I want to save the world. Um, I remember I used to say, I want to build this big building and bring in all the homeless people and all the people who needed food so that I can feed them. Mm. And the thing is, knowing what we know now, the reason why was because I had in my mind someone who impacted me so incredibly and I wanted to be them. And so brings us so beautifully into modeling yeah that's that's really interesting <laughs> you know i i if i if i can interject there for a tick i was thinking about what it is that i used to think about when i uh, what i wanted to be or who i wanted to be when i grew up yeah. teaching was one of the things as well um which is interesting because there weren't very many teachers but But there were a couple, like in primary school, there was one teacher that I really loved and there was another teacher in secondary school. So it's interesting that the ones that were really strong in a positive way stood out for me more than the accumulated negative ones. Yeah. They were so much more important. So that'll be an interesting part of today's conversation as well, I think. Yes. Mm. Yes. And why it is that people 
certain people, like you've just mentioned your example, why is it that certain people have more of an, an impact on us than others? Yes. And so for the purposes of this, of this uh, episode, firstly, you know, I suppose, you know, we don't all know what modeling is. And so what is modeling? And it, and it's not up and down the, the, the catwalk, you know, and all the rest of it, but um, modeling is probably one of the most important skills to adopt as an individual, yes. as a professional. Yes. Yeah. And uh, essentially modeling is having access to someone who has achieved essentially what it is that you want to achieve and you then observe and study what they've done in terms of, I guess, their strategies, their step-by-step and do that. Which I suppose in a way is like having a mentor without having a mentor. Yeah, absolutely. That's it. That's exactly Mm. right. So we can pick up a book or, or pick up a book or watch a video yeah, yeah. Study them, you know, or even see someone at work who is the kind of person that I want to become like. Yeah, mm. yeah. And our leaders, you know, so a lot of maybe upcoming new leaders, yes. uh, unconsciously, what we do, and we are going to go into this a little bit further down the track today. Yeah. But unconsciously, what we do is we tend to take on people. And so really, it's some um, modeling is about selecting a person whom you admire. Yeah. Or sometimes who we tend to copy, I guess. Yeah. Uh, because it is the most fastest and most effective way to achieve something. Yeah. Know, um, to achieve a goal or something in business yeah. or whatever. Thing is, though, Yaja it is really key to make sure that we are modeling the right person. Mm. And how can we be sure about that? Yeah. Well, you know, uh, how can we be sure about that? Well, that's a very interesting question. Before we get to the how though, let's maybe talk about perhaps why modeling matters. Would that be cool? Yeah. Go for it. Yeah. Let's not jump straight into the how let's not give it all away yet <laughs> uh, before 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 that though I, i'm i'm it's interesting because i was thinking that there's two types of modeling that goes on as well from my in, in you know from my observations there's a conscious mm. modeling and the unconscious modeling yeah nice one yeah which is which is quite fascinating because i mean eventually that'll lead into the how too but um, unconscious modeling we do all the time we do which is why we pick up bad habits and good habits but they're kind of like random yeah so conscious modeling means it becomes something that we are aware of and we can be selective yeah yeah I love that absolutely and the thing is this you know we unless it comes to surface unless it becomes more of um more conscious to us like now i suppose us doing this podcast has raised some conscious awareness around mm. oh okay so we do model people because we do we model people yeah. all the time all the time since we were kids that's it we've just learned... why why we are the way we are very often yeah absolutely that's exactly right Uh, And so, you know, as professionals then, so why does modelling matter? Well, as professionals, we're pretty much people carrying out an idea. Yes. Uh, But the question here lies in that whose idea is it Mm. and who is it that that you're modelling? And so 
you know, with an idea, we, we need people to succeed. And the thing is, we need to, as you mentioned before, unconsciously or unconsciously, who is it that we're choosing to model? Because we do have choice. We do have choice. We no, never it, used to growing yes, up. But we do yes. Now. Yes, yes, yes. And as a result, or when we start becoming aware of it, mm. we begin to see that there are numerous benefits from modeling because you don't want to model just for the sake of modeling no. we would want to know why would we want to model someone yeah. um and, and is especially that person, in the workplace as leaders yeah. if yeah. we want to empower our people mm. uh, and we don't feel we're empowered then finding someone who does empower others is probably a great 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 place to to start because we see the benefits of their behavior well said, well said. And that's exactly right. And, and, you know, because who we model does matter. Um, mm. It is, it is the key to our success. It's the key to whatever success it is. And it's essentially standing on the shoulders of giants, right? Yes. So, uh, and, and it's duplicating extraordinary results. And as you said earlier, it's really a matter of, I guess, dissecting uh, the behavior. Is it the right behavior? Is it resourceful? We need to really understand the idea firstly in order for us to reproduce it and to model it. And mm. the thing is, it's not simply copying and pasting what somebody does. It's really to make sure too that we're not losing ourselves in what they're doing. So essentially saying, okay, so they're the leader. So they're doing it one way. So I'm just going to leave my values and everything at the door and implement theirs. That's not how it's done. Great. Um, it's really who are they being are they being who 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 they're being is that actually aligning with your values and beliefs Mm. but more even more than that is it getting you the results that you want because sometimes you know some leaders the behavior that they do model or the way that they've led is not necessarily the right way because people and, and and i guess it's in the results of our people and what our people do as to whether what they've been doing is the right way or not. Mm. Mm. Uh, so it's adopting similar values and behaviours and beliefs and strategies and so forth and emotional states, which is really important, and then adjusting them to get the results that, that we want. Yes, because in, in a sense what we're, what we're looking at in those people that we model I suppose there's there's several factors. There's the the, the values that they, we're kind of in alignment with that person and their values. But um, ideally, what we're looking at is the structure, the kind of like um, uh, the the bare bones of what it is that I can then integrate with my authentic self. So they have a structure that they impl- that they integrate within their with together with their values and their beliefs, et cetera, et cetera. So if we identify what they are, then we can do the same with ourselves. And then another person can do exactly the same with their own values and beliefs. That's how I'm saying it. It also comes down to, yeah, great, great, um, great points you make there. It also comes down to emotional state. And, And the reason I say this is often what happens is that a staff member, a team, a team member observes mm-hmm. their leader consciously or unconsciously, yes. whatever it is, right? Yeah. And um, how that leader responds to certain situations 
is then modelled or taken on by their team. And so say, for example, then one of the team members is on a succession planning thing and they're upcoming leaders. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen if that situation was going to reoccur? So say, for example, there was an aggressive customer that entered or whatever, right? Uh, how that leader, I guess, dealt or managed that situation and how they presented in terms of their emotional state Mm-hmm. will impact how the upcoming leader or how mm. their team also reacts or responds. Mm. And, I, and I would imagine that that would depend also on their level of emotional intelligence because as you have seen in, you know, in previous uh, situations that you've been in, mm. uh, you've seen how they behave but you have chosen not to behave that way because your level of emotional intelligence is... is um, due to your awareness of who you are and what works and what people need. Yes, Mm. uh, that's exactly right. And it's it's having that awareness of your emotional uh, state, as you said. Mm. And and I love how you raised, uh, you know, I've I've actually been in that, and I'm sure a lot of us have been in that situation. I'm sure you've Mm. been in that situation as well. I guess just recently to having been in a culture and an environment where the emotional intelligence of the team is not at the level where it should be in order for people to maybe challenge the status quo, if you will, sure, um, or say, Hey, you know what, you know, the way that you're, you are with your clients, with your customers is really not working and being okay to challenge it and say, well, I'm going to try something different now so we can mm-hmm. get a different result because clearly the customers are not happy here. Um, let's have a look at our reviews. Let's have a look at the results. Let's have a look at how the customers yes. are. And and it doesn't always happen like that in organisations, unfortunately. And, and people don't follow... see that. Pardon? People don't, when there is a lack of that emotional intelligence, mm. people aren't aware that it's because of their own behaviour that... Yeah. There are the other people are mm. responding or reacting the way they are. Instead, they say, well, it's because of the system or it's because yeah. of the company or because of so-and-so yeah. or it's because of them. Yeah. That's as in it. themselves. And so, and that's right. And so they follow, you know, again, coming back to that monkey see, monkey do, that that, yeah. that sheep mentality in that if I don't do that, yeah. then, and there's so much more involved in this. I mean, really, I mean, today, I guess our focus is modelling, uh, but it does come back to so many things in terms of fear of rejection, fear of, of not belonging in a tribe and all the rest of it, yeah. which is why, uh, so many people just follow and just model the behavior regardless of the results that it's getting. Yes. To be able to step back and observe the person who I guess you're essentially modeling to say, okay, well, is it getting the response that it's getting? And I'm cool to stand alone and change that so that I can get a different response, a response that maybe the customer or the client or whoever should be getting. Yeah. So we yes. need to be able to, have that level of emotional intelligence to choose whether or not to imitate the person who we're modeling, depending on what we saw happen. Right. So Mm -hmm. that is really, really key. And and this is where it brings me to uh, the how, you know, it's really, I think, I believe doing gaps analysis all the time, consistently checking in. Mm. Mm. Who is it I'm modelling right now? Am I modelling someone of excellence? Mm -hmm. Um, 
who is it that I want to be? Where do I want to be? Compare the performance uh, and the desired outcome and then change along the way. Yes, 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 yes. It is. It's interesting you were talking about, you know, being able to see uh, um, what other people are doing and is this going to work for us. So in a sense, when, when we're, everything we do and everything we say and every action that we take uh, is, is, is a choice. We yes. know that. Yes. The interesting thing is when we unconsciously take on board someone else's behavior meaning modeling them unconsciously mm. the mm. Good, bad or the ugly mm. <clears throat> we in a sense we are we are choosing but we're not choosing consciously so i i remember there are, and i and i'm sure that there are people who can relate to this um in the past i would have looked at someone and said oh i really don't like the way they you know scratch their nose and then every time I said them, oh, God, I wish they wouldn't scratch their nose. I wouldn't wish they didn't do that. And then I find that after some time, I start doing something like that. Yeah. So very often yeah. what we focus on, <laughs> again, is this what, we get. what we get. So what I'm referring to is then when we are consciously aware, which means our level of emotional intelligence is starting to mature, mm. is developing we are consciously making choices. So rather than focusing on the negative, we are f- focusing on what is it that we want instead. Yes. yes, yes. And it brings us back to yesterday's episode on above the line, below the line thinking, and really, I guess, taking responsibility yes. of the choices in, that, that we're making, yes. uh, the, the strategies that we're using and not blaming and yet looking within and choosing, well, this isn't working. Let's mm. do a little bit of a, a check-in, I guess, a gaps analysis. How yes. is it that we can do it differently instead of, as you just mentioned, um, I guess, living below the line and blaming systems and blaming, well, that's what my leader told me to do. And so that's what they've been doing all these years. Or this, this, all this thing that's just come to mind as I've been talking, that's how we've always done it. Yes, Oh, my yeah. God. I mean, how many times, I don't know about you, but I have heard that. I'm sick to death of that <laughs> quest, that comment. It's oh. like there is no value in yes. in even saying it, let alone it actually existing, that we've yes. always done it this way, so we've got to continue doing it. It's I the mean, same as... What is that about? It's, it's the same also as popular opinion. Yeah. Well, everyone believes this everyone's yes. doing it this yes. way so yes. why are you doing it this way <laughs> the whole of australia is saying don't do mm. this right and you're suggesting something you've got to be wrong yes wow that's, that's... And, and and that is nuts it's like it's interesting because the greatest movers and shakers of the world were a minority in their opinion in their Mm. beliefs Mm. you know when we think of all the you know leaders of religious organizations which that wasn't their intention anyway they were just simply you know wonderful people uh any any movers and shakers of political groups of um um nations um, Mandela, for example, he ended up becoming the president. He wasn't a president when he was in jail, but because he was a minority, yet he ended up moving an entire yes. nation and eventually globally um, mm. simply because of his powerful belief 
And yes, and, he, and, his, and his willingness to disrupt. Definitely. And his willingness to disrupt and, and, and challenge. And that wasn't his intention. No. 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 Uh, but what he wanted to do was create something different. He wanted to create a different result. Because he knew inside how yes. important it was. Yes. It would make a difference to so many people. He had yes. that server mentality. It wasn't about him. Mm, no. He wasn't wanting he wasn't being disruptive so as to 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 no. to make it better for him. He didn't care actually. No, in fact he, he knew was because extended. it helped many, it would help him. That's right. That's exactly right. So he, what he was doing was he was focused on 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 how it was that he could help all those people. He was more he was on that level of and in terms of level of maturity of how is it that I can make it better for the for the best, yes. you know, the, for the greater good. Yes. Um, and so his intentions were 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 there. Yeah, definitely. So modeling is modeling is key, isn't it? And so, um, and again, you you mentioned Mandela and how is it that we can do it differently? And obviously, he checked in with himself and what, where, who he's, who he was being, and what needed to change mm. for people mm. to to, mm. um, to get a better result. Yes. And, and he result. had to set the example. He had to be the model for yes. others to end up. Yes. emulating his behavior and yeah. his be- I don't know about his beliefs but what he stood for yes yes That's exactly right yeah. you know this is such this is why I love this topic so much mm. notice now why I mean and how deep this oh, topic is it is a very powerful yeah. topic and one we undervalue thing- it underutilize it yeah we do underutilize it we really really do and we and we slip into what's easy mm-hmm. uh, I'll just do that because everybody else is doing it or that that old time favorite phrase that's how we do it around here that's how we've always done it around here yeah. but has it worked yeah. um and that's you know when uh, just recently as you as you know you know last year and uh, sort of mid the year before i was um working with this organization and that is all i heard mm. that's how we do it around here yeah but it doesn't it's not working it's not working. And so how is it that we can do it differently? And so once you sort of sway a little bit to like Mandela, uh, be a little bit disruptive, resourcefully disruptive, uh, and, and, you know, implement some different strategies. Think what else is possible. Yeah. It's not looked at, you looked at as maybe rebellious, but you're not, Mm, it's, it's, mm. well, we're not getting the results that we're getting right now. And so how is it that we can do it a little bit differently? Yeah. that's how everyone's done it, but guess what? Let's have a conversation. Let's have a conversation about Mm. how is it that we can do it a little bit differently? So it's a little bit like following a recipe, but then sometimes the recipe doesn't always work. Or, well, I, that's that's true um and and it could be that someone simply wrote something down because there are some recipes um the way i would look at recipes Mm. is that they allow for you to add another flavor yes they allow you to even have some substitutes yes the quantities may be the same but still just because they say cauliflower and i don't like cauliflower um it doesn't mean that I can't use uh, broccoli instead or some other, exactly. yeah, and or, or, or a different spice, etc. Yeah. Um, it just means it'll be different and it may not be the best different, but it's different. Yeah. But there are times when we can improve on things. So mm. even recipes can be improved on, definitely. Yeah, yeah that's it. Definitely. That's exactly right. Mm. And so, you know, how is it then that we, we model? How do, how do we model? 
people. And again, as we use the, the example of the recipe, and it is, it is a step-by-step, -step, I guess, to be able to get the same results. And it's just doing that, being able to step back, do the gaps analysis. Is it the results that you want? And this all happens so very quickly once you become familiar with this. You know, it's not something that takes you hours to do. Mm. Uh, it's something that we learn and we start to adopt and start to do differently. So there, there may be specific steps in the process that we do need to follow and some that we do need to change. Like you said, yeah. maybe we don't want cauliflower. Maybe we do want broccoli and onion instead of whatever. So, so the, and it's, and I love the whole analogy of the recipe because in a sense, the recipe for us modeling human behavior um, is very, very much the same. It's literally, you know, um, just as an example, um, I know that there are certain aspects of my own personal behavior that I need to develop. And because I see many of those aspects in you, for example, I tune into those and I do my best to not copy them, but extract those aspects and with my own flavor, um, develop them. Mm. And it doesn't always turn out that way, uh, the way that I wanted the outcome, but it's like, even with when we first start cooking, we won't necessarily get the best results from the first time. It mm. takes practice and um, following the steps or um, adjusting the steps along the way over a period of time, however long it takes. So um, I think modelling, I, I love the thing that you don't have to model everything about a person. There mm. is an aspect of the person mm. that appeals to us. And so we can hone in on that and just extract that part mm. to add to the flavor of our, of who we are already. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. even though I may not be strong in certain areas, I'm strong in other areas. Yes. And then there might be another area that I, I, I need to develop more and I see that in another person. So we, we begin yes. to create a compilation, almost like a, what is it called? A, a playlist? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A playlist, like a playlist that's that's it. that yeah. is unique that. to us. Yes, yeah. that's it. That's exactly right. And, um, and, and as you mentioned, you know, it is, it is observing patterns and it is observing what people do. And you mentioned earlier, you know, like, we all bring so many different qualities and we all have different strategies of doing things, different ways of doing things. And when they work and, and people want to learn, like for example, uh, you're very, very, I guess, knowledgeable. You're incredibly, you're amazing when it comes to uh, technology and, and, and putting stuff together and stuff that I just can't get my brain around. Uh, and so modeling comes into that. And often I, you probably notice, I'll ask you, how did you do that, Yaja? You know, mm. tell me step by step how you did that. So I will then take that away and do that step by step. And then when I become familiar with it mm. and comfortable with it, I'll then add my flavor to it. Yeah. Um, and so, yes. you know, it's, it's really asking the right questions too mm, mm. because everything we do is a strategy it is a step-by-step -step, mm. similar to a, a, bit, a bit like a transaction mm. and so it's okay to to ask how somebody does what they do 
I think yes. what happens is that we get into this belief, you know, we have this belief and we're conditioned to believe that just because we simply wear the hat of a leader or the hat of a CEO or the hat of a, whatever the name title is, that suddenly we must know it all. Mm. Uh, yes, yes. That's, that's not how it is. In fact, yeah. quite the opposite. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's really about bringing... <laughs> Being okay with uh, wanting to learn something new. Mm. Being okay with, uh, you know, asking the questions. Being okay with um, saying you don't know and, and stuffing things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I think one of the key elements that are valuable for people to uh, take from others, so using that as a modeling tool is how well uh, a a person uh, handles making mistakes, handles Mm. failing. And I think that one of the biggest obstacles in the workplace, just as a basic thing, whether, whether a person is a leader or um, someone who's not a leader in title is the fact that there is this huge fear of making mistakes and Mm. by modeling someone and there is someone in the world who knows how to make mistakes and actually appreciate them, value them and use them to leverage their program, leverage them to the next level so that they can actually progress so that they can do their work. When we can find someone to model like that, then it's such a great tool. We There's only a small thing that we need to model. We don't have to model someone in their entirety. And I think that's really important to know too. Yeah. Excuse yeah. me. I have a dog barking in the background. <laughs> Gotta love oh. that. <laughs> she's yes. just Maybe she's she agreeing he. with me. She or he? She. She, Bobby, she's just, yeah. she's just involving herself in the podcast. She is. Well, actually, cool. she's having a conversation with the next door neighbor. She's <laughs> also go. barking. <laughs> Very good. So, um, so yes, it is about, I guess, paying attention, um, focusing on who it is that you're modeling and is it the right person and, and observing their language patterns, understanding yeah. the steps. It's really important to understand the steps because uh, it's not about the content per se it's the process as well so it's really understanding what it is but then how is it that we can put it mm. to play how is and it being that- clear about those I, I think that yeah i totally agree yeah yeah and it yeah, yeah and it's interesting because um is it the right person yeah. that's an interesting question yeah is it the right person in this particular aspect because they may not be the right person for everything no, they may be the right person for this particular thing. Yeah, that we want to model. Yeah, yeah, totally that's right. So, yes. so elevating, so choosing the right person, elevating from content to process because content is simply just a vehicle to understand the how mm. and the why, mm. and then understanding the process after that, and then implementing your own stuff. You know, yes, doing um, it your way. Yes, your unique way. Yeah. So, if I may share. Yeah. And so, so we've sort of covered, or we have covered very briefly, of course, given the, mm. you know, um, the, the episode and the podcast. Uh, so we've covered what modeling is and why it's important, why, why it matters yeah. and then how it is that we can model people by observing and stuff. Yeah. But there are also some incredibly powerful questions we could be asking people. 
to identify their beliefs and values as well. So, for mm. example, if you've got a leader who, you know, you're loving what they're doing or whoever, you're loving what they're doing and you really want to be able to uh, mm. get the results they're getting, what sort of questions love do we that. ask? Love that, love that, um, love that. I Even just asking, to the, can... I've some to the podcast. I don't know whether you want me to share some. Oh, look, I think it'd be fantastic and, and, and I, I might even have some as well. So, yeah, yeah, please do, 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 do. Yeah, that'll be great. So mm. just some questions. I'm not going to go through them all because there's thousands of them, oh, but just a few. So many so, possibilities. Yeah, so some questions and you might want to add to this as well, Yadra, and I'm sure you will. Uh, so in terms of questions to ask people to identify their purpose, beliefs and values could be something like, how do you see yourself? And what do you believe about yourself when you perform a specific action? So as a leader, for example, you know, how do you see yourself as a leader? And what is it that you believe about yourself? Because for a new upcoming leader, already they've got their own beliefs about themselves. Uh, but if the existing leader is getting phenomenal results and extraordinary results and, and their team's working beautifully well, why not ask what beliefs are they or, you know, what, what do they believe about themselves? Because that's huge. You know, our beliefs about our, ourselves create thoughts and our thoughts create actions and feelings and all the rest of it. So that's one of very many. And then I love what that. is driving you to do this, you know, like, mm. and uh, what do you believe about yourself? That is, that is key as well. Mm. Um, so there's some there in terms of identifying beliefs, <clears throat> identifying um Environment is key as well. So who it is that we surround ourselves with. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so, you know, in which places do you spend most of your time with which people? Now, yeah. as leaders, we must surround ourselves with people who are going to bring out the best in us for us then yes. to be able to bring out the best for our people. Yeah. Um, so knowing um, who we surround ourselves with is, is really key and also describing the main character characteristics of their environment mm. is really key too in in what in what way do you mean well it can be for example um the people again that they surround themselves with um if we have a look at maybe market trends or target markets um if they're a business owner for example and do they do they consciously choose them or are they simply just doing it for the sake of doing it Mm -hmm. um, so about, it's about the structure. This is more, I guess, the environment you surround yourself with and also the characteristics of your environment is the structure. So how so is it? The physical elements in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Which is interesting because, um, we're not suggesting that people ask directly about how do you do your delegating it's more about, well, what is the intention first? What, what causes you to want to delegate? Yes. What causes yes. you to um, want to be in that space or in that state of mind where you know that delegating is far more um, effective, appropriate efficient. and more effective yeah. Yeah. than you doing it yourself. Yes. So I think, and that's where the beliefs also come into it, that yes. that sort of um, com compounds the, the value of it even more. 
It does. Instead of just mm. delegating for the sake of delegating because you're an authority figure, um, that's leaving your ego aside and, and, and doing exactly what you just said, Yaja, mm. in that for what purpose do you get delegate? When do you know is the right time to yes, delegate? Totally. And, um, in, and that coming back to the recipe yes. analogy or metaphor, yes. Yes. Uh, we can say the same thing. Well, why would I be wanting to change the flavour Right. What is the purpose of it? Right. Is it just simply whatever? Or mm. is it because, uh, well, maybe my guest is gluten intolerant or right. something else, or maybe I, I'm, I'm looking to, to have a new experience. Mm. So when the intention is X, Y, Z, mm. then it will help me make different decisions. Yeah. That's it. You mm. could potentially be delegating for the sake of be, or to, to be able to build uh, leadership qualities in the person you're delegating. Yeah. So yes. instead of yes, simple, yes, which is different to getting them to do the job just for the sake itself. of itself, which the is okay here. too. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Instead of saying, you know, I'm the leader and just do this because I said. Mm. Um, it comes back to parenting as well, doesn't it? You don't just sort of tell mm. you to do something. For what purpose are you telling them to do that? Well, I'm telling you mm. to do this because I think it's going to really build the skills in this area. Love that. Um, and when you build the skills in this area, then you'll be able to do it, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right. Same thing, domino effect thing. So yeah. same within your team. Um, delegate for all the right reasons, not just for the sake of delegating. Mm. And that's really that's really key too. Um, another question, which is really, really important, Yadra, if I may share, um, mm. to ask people is, is language and nonverbal behaviour. So it's really key. Now, what are the main words you use in conversations? So, and the reason I say this one is because as, uh, as leaders, for example, so when it comes time to having those conflict or those difficult conversations, mm -hmm. when it comes time to maybe, uh, you know, doing the performance assessment, whatever the case may be, what are certain words that, and every person is different, right? So this is a great question to ask if you are an upcoming leader or even someone that's wanting to perhaps lead. What um, language do you use with people, um, with team, your team members? What gets better traction? What gets better results? What gets better responses? Mm. Um, so in terms of, can you give an example? Can I give an example? Yes. So we, each and every one of us um, likes to be communicated to differently. So if we were to have someone in front of us that is where we're, we're um, doing a performance assessment with, we know that although the performance assessment is very strategic and is very sort of scripted, it's really key to be able to change the language around that to get a better response, a positive response from the person you're speaking to. More useful with. response. Correct. Mm. Rather than just simply, you know, mm. for, uh, saying things verbatim just for the sake of it because you just can't be bothered and you think, you know, well, this is the way I do it. This is the way we've always done it. <laughs> Coming back to that phrase mm. again, um, that's because of the script says so. Well, no, the script may say so. But as a leader, you're able to, again, change the recipe a little bit for it to suit the person whom you're speaking with. Right. So the how... Best out of them. Yeah. It could be... Yeah. Uh, sorry, go ahead. No, you know, you could be leading to it. Right. So it could be, say, for example, one of the questions are, and I really can't remember the performance question, but I'm just going to pick one out of the thing. You know, uh, what's the... How do you deal with difficult situations? Mm. Right. Now... To ask that of someone who may struggle with difficult situations could be quite confronting. 
So perhaps we'll change that a little bit like, wow, Yaja, you know, I noticed the other day you, um, you were interacting with such and such a client and um, you did that so beautifully. I'm curious, how is it that you did that? Because the conversation went so well. Gotcha. So even words like curious, being Correct. curious. Yes. Correct. So we haven't just said I've how to deal with a difficult client because yes. that client was quite difficult. Yes. And that then puts the fear of God into that person because yeah. they don't like conflict. Love that. Instead, mm. it's validating, acknowledging them, saying that you're curious because then they've, they now feel significant because mm-hmm. you're about to ask them how to do something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's utilising the, la- the language yes. in such a beautiful way in that we're doing a dance. Yes, and what I, what I'm what I'm loving about this is that these tools can be challenging to some leaders because yes. some leaders might think but that's not my language that's not the way I speak that's not how I behave um I just do what I do because that's what I always do again back to that whole thing mm-hmm. um why should I change I'm getting the results that I want um or I think I want um so what, in a sense, we're saying here is even leaders have to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and if we are here to help our people, if we want to achieve the results that are needed, mm. we've got to look at even these very small, seemingly insignificant things because those insignificant or seemingly insignificant things can make the huge difference in yes. other people's lives. Yes. And that's what we're looking at. We actually are working on people who have lives, not just simply, we're not, our people are not commodities. Our people no. are not things that's right. that we pay for. Yeah. They're not in that way. And no. so, yeah, good. No, I love, I love that fact. Yeah. And, and it's having the, behavioral flexibility to be able to again bring in different um flavors to your conversations even even um and coming back to language and nonverbal behavior because i'm so passionate about that really is what uh so when we're modeling people for example where when we're modeling leaders what is their dominant body language and which part of their physiology stands out so again physiology plays a huge part mm. uh, so that's another topic all in itself it is it absolutely is and how do they use their body language yeah. when interacting with certain people yes. as well so yes. maybe asking so for example when you're doing a performance assessment with Yaja yes. I'm curious you know how is it that you present yourself to her as opposed to say for example when you're doing a performance assessment with Alex mm, um, yes. so what is your physiology at that point yes. so asking the right questions yeah. um, it could that. be it could be your model, you're a speaker. It could be that you're an author and it could be that you're whoever it is that you are, whatever it is that you do. When you're modeling someone, these are really relevant and very powerful questions to be uh, exploring because Mm. that then tells you how you need to perhaps maybe implement for a little while, take Mm -hmm. on for a little while and then Mm. bring in your own own flavor. Mm. I love that. Yeah. It makes Mm. absolute perfect sense so yeah so in a nutshell who are you being for your clients for your staff who are you being and and um it's really about considering considering your actions Mm. um yeah yes and and beginning to be aware of the gaps so that those gaps then we can find someone that we can model 
to fill or replace those gaps so that yeah. there is a beautiful kind of a symphony instead of, yes. you know, a mishmash of different genres being played at the same time. So yeah. at the right time, the right music will be playing. Oh gosh, we're going from recipes to music. Okay. <laughs> I'm using them all today. Yes. <laughs> yeah, but they're all so relevant. So um, this has been pretty cool. This has been a cool conversation, Yaja. Very I've cool. really loved it. Very and different. I think, I think um, we could probably go on forever with this one. This topic is pretty cool. But uh, yeah. We, and so, we might. We might jump a few little recipes along the way and come back to this one. <laughs> yeah. So I trust that uh, you've got loads of value from today's conversation. I know I have even sort yes. of um, talking with you and chatting with you and, and throwing ideas and brainstorming stuff around. Um, and I'd be curious too to know, I guess, the experiences that others have had when modelling and have they been the right model for you? And if not, what can you do to change that? Like, what can you change? Maybe just that little bit of, of, a, of a change that mm. will make a difference, a different yeah. difference, you know. Yeah, mm. totally agree. Alex, this has been an exceptional conversation that can lead us from simply doing things for the sake of doing them mm. to a point where we get to move people towards a place where they can start really making decisions for themselves, where they can yeah. explore options and possibilities yeah. and, uh, and disrupt things and feel safe enough so. to disrupt yep. as well. Awesome. So that's a fabulous place to be. I would love to invite people to... If you've got any comments about this particular um, episode or any of the episodes to add it in one of the reviews on this podcast, it'd be really fantastic. I'd love to hear about it. And I'm sure Alex would love yes, to get to hear I as would. well. Um, apart from that, in the podcast itself, in the, in the notes, the description, there is a website. You can always link there and send us, a connect, uh, send us an email through there. So that'd be really fantastic as well. Awesome. And um, yes, Yaja, you know, what an excellent tool for empowering leaders. And it's, uh, I guess, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And what this means is that we now get to excel yes. in far less time simply by yes. modeling someone who's been there before. I love as that. As long as it's the right person. Yeah. yeah. And as we say, empowered leaders empower leaders. So this yeah. is a really great way to end our little episode today. And we look forward to the next one. 